Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. You also find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group met with Abraham Goldbeard and learned about the catacombs of Kuru. Afterward, they investigated three dreams offered by a cloaked figure. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So the three of you have been walking along with this black-scaled dragonborn with red eyes who has a, a you know, like serrated long sword and a shield named Tytherian. He's a member of the Bloodbane family. Uh, he just slew a pit fiend and even finished off the chain devil you guys were fighting. This guy seems belligerently powerful. Almost beyond like logic. Almost doesn't even make sense. Uh, if you guys want, you can make a uh, arcana check. Uh, I can tell you a little bit more. Otherwise, you guys asked him uh, if he knew emphysema or botulism bloodbane. Uh, he kind of knows uh, botulism, knows he's a young dragon, you know, uh, in the family. He doesn't know a lot else, uh, but he had never heard of emphysema. Uh, unnatural 20. So you can also make a history check on on the what's going on there. Uh, and you rolled arcana? Yes. Uh, is anyone else rolling arcana or just history? Uh, I was rolling for history. It was just a nine. A nine? And for you, uh, Hannibal, are you rolling uh, history or arcana? I roll history. History, absolutely. Go ahead and roll. Uh, I don't know, maybe uh, eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, with an eight and a nine, there's only one thing about that that seems rather strange. You've been led to believe that Botulism Bloodbane is this really powerful dragon. Most of the times, dragons gain power as they age. You know, like an older the dragon is, the more powerful it is. It stands to reason that as powerful and much of a, a heavy player in the world as Botulism Bloodbane is currently, from what you've been led to believe, he should be like an exceedingly ancient dragon. But this is, you're not sure when this event is happening in history that you're in right now, this weird dream you're having. But at the very least, it can't be that long ago, or it potentially is very long ago, but you know that the Worm King Citadel sort of rose to power around the time of the war 50 years ago, so it shouldn't be too much longer from then. So it just doesn't seem to vibe right. Uh, as far as that goes for Arcana, uh, Alice, you don't know a ton about where you're at. You've been told by this mysterious figure uh, that, uh, as far as that goes, you were in the land of Nod. 
this weird dimension of dreams that skirts the outside of like the Feywild and into the ethereal plane. You don't know a lot about it, but you don't think this is an exact representation of history. You don't think this is exactly how things would happen. But whose dream this is, is likely influencing how powerful this Tytherian is. You were led to believe it's Tytherian's dream, so maybe he dreamt of himself as bigger than he was? That seems rather strange. You're not entirely sure what's going on there. I was going to say, if this is a dream, then are we taking over as someone, or not Not necessarily? Uh, Alice isn't 100% sure. I mean, it, it seems like... Tytherian is traveling with others, and you guys are sort of acting as as Dragonborn. You have no armor on, uh, Thelonious, so you're fine. But your friends are sort of in this illusion, uh, illusion kind of armor that makes them look very draconic. They're in like heavy armor that looks like dragon, you know, head put on their dragon skulls, like put on their head, basically. So, I mean, it, it's kind of vibing that you're Dragonborn traveling with Tytherian. Uh, but as far as that goes, Tytherian has cleaned off his blade, sheathes it, and uh, starts continuing to march towards uh, the Worm King Citadel. Uh, as far as that goes, is there any questions you guys have for him as you march uh, forward? Nothing in particular? How long have we been gone for? Do you remember uh, Tytherian? Tytherian, as he's walking, uh, uh, answers. He says, we've been gone for a few months now. It'll be nice to be home. And That's he keeps walking. Some impressive work you did there. Impressive work for the entire family. Don't sell yourself short. And he keeps walking. He seems to give kind of curt responses real real quick and to the point, but he's not necessarily being a glory hog or anything. He's he's willing to admit that like you guys have done your share on this mission, whatever it was. What are you most looking forward to when we get back? I'm planning on seeing an old friend of mine. If you'd like, I can introduce you. Sure, who is That'd it? That'd be great. His name is Hephaestus. He's the blacksmith, the greatest in the family. What makes him the greatest? He does the best work, my friend. And he keeps walking. <laughs> is he uh, making something specific for you? Not for me, but something for the family. Let's hope that he's been able to complete something. And you guys find yourselves marching to the gates of Worm King Citadel. It's an enormous mountain fortress. It's just like, it looks just like a mountain on the outskirts. There are like towers as you walk up and you see that uh, uh, there's a lot of dragonborn manning them. And uh, they start yelling and uh, a few of them uh, yell something in the distance that you have a hard time hearing. Make a uh, perception check and you might hear more. This is about he uh, hearing what they said. And let me know what you get. Eight. 15. 10. Uh, with a 15, you catch that they're referring to him as some kind of knight. Uh, they're really hyping up Tytherian, but you can't exactly make out what they're saying. And Tytherian walks up to the gates. They open the gates wide for him, and he starts heading into the, the mountain fortress. And he lets you guys know. He says, I'm sure you all have things you'd rather be doing, but if you'd like to meet my old friend, you're more than welcome to come. Sure. We'll go along. And he marches through the, the tunnels, and whereas you guys are kind of having a hard time figuring out, like, what's where you're at, what's going on, like, you know, you've never been here before or anything. However, it does seem like Tytherian knows where he's going. And he goes to a staircase, marches you guys up a few flights. You get a little winded, and you guys... Uh, find yourselves in uh, like what's what seems to be a floor that's like dedicated to like blacksmithery, and so you guys you know come up to like this like one last blacksmith you know like 
room, basically. It's all these rooms that have different, you know, things in them. And you walk in. And uh, there's a few things you immediately notice. There's a giant smelt of, like, like molten lava, basically, uh, that's off to the side. Uh, it looks like there's, like, a, a big, like, handle where you can kind of, like, pull it down, and it pours into, like, a, a forge where you can work it. You can pull that out and slap it on, like, an anvil. There's, like, you know, giant jugs of water, you know, typical blacksmith stuff. Uh, but there are a few things to keep in mind here. So uh, there are two people in here. There's a brass-scaled dragonborn. Uh, he seems middle-aged. He doesn't look especially old, but certainly not young. Uh, he's wearing like a uh, like a blacksmith's like big thick apron. He has like gloves on. He has a hammer at his side. And in another corner of the room is a red-scaled dragonborn. Uh, seems to be a girl. She's just sort of kind of sitting there, like milling about, almost like kicking her legs, like she's just sort of maybe bored or waiting on something. And Tytherian walks in and he goes, my old friend Hephaestus. Uh, and if you guys want, you can each make a, uh, 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 you have a choice. You can make a perception check or you can make a insight check or you can make a investigate check. I'll go perception. Insight. I guess I'll do investigation. Absolutely. Which I have an unnatural 20 for insight. Oh, wow. Uh, with an unnatural 20 and in, in insight, you see that as soon as Tytherian comes in, the little girl with the red scales, her eyes light up. She hops off the stool, and she doesn't come up and, like, say much to Tytherian, but she just sort of comes up and sort of, sort of stares in admiration. She seems to really respect uh, Tytherian. Maybe he has, like, a crush on him. You're not sure. Uh, 23 for perception. With a 23, uh, you look around the, the room and you see, uh, and what did you get actually for uh, investigation? Oh, one. Ooh, first of the recording session. Uh, you you look around, uh, I, I, <laughs> edible, and you almost knock over a, 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 <laughs> like a case that has all these like, you know, bows and swords and stuff, and you catch them and you don't make any noise, but you were about to make a horrible mess. Uh, Maybe you should wait outside, Animal. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Alice, you uh, scope around the room, and you do see on the other side of the room, there's a barrel with really ornate-looking weapons in it. Uh, you see, like, uh, uh, like uh, packs of bolts, arrows. You see swords. They look very, very impressive, uh, but as far as that goes, you uh, they're on the other side of the room. If you want to get closer, you definitely can, but you'll have to let me know how you want to get up close to them. However... Tytherian shakes the hand of of Hephaestus and he begins to uh like you know like thank him for for his service to the Bloodbane family. They kind of go back and forth and you know he asks him how things are going in the south. He says that you know uh there's there's or actually he asks how things are going in the north. I'm sorry. And uh he you know says he's like, "Well, there's still devils skulking around, but that'll just take time to clear out." And they kind of talk back and forth. Uh, as far as that goes, what would you guys like to do? Do you want to listen in? Do you want to do anything? Uh, maybe let's go introduce ourselves. I was going to say, I want to be introduced. Sure. So uh, as soon as you guys walk up, you have uh, Tytherian introduces the three of you to uh, Hephaestus. And as he says each of your names, like he goes, and this one is, and it's just like the words just mumble out of your mouth. And it sounds like he's introducing you, but like every name he gives is just like garbled, almost as if it's like he doesn't know, like it, it almost you almost feel like he's making fun of you, like he doesn't know your names. But Hephaestus, once again, he goes, Ah, oh, it's a, a pleasure to meet the three of you. And he says the names again in the same weird garbled phrase. 
Like it's distorted on purpose type of deal? Purpose? Maybe? Accident? You're not sure. Okay. I mean, this is a dream, so you're not really entirely sure. Yeah. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, uh, Tytherian asks, uh, uh, you know, Hephaestus, how things are going with the family. Uh, he lets uh, him know. He says, well, uh, uh, and he points to the young girl. He says, uh, she'll soon have a uh, younger sister. And the the guy kind of nods, and you know, Tytherian congratulations uh, congratulates him, and he uh, says he's like, "What do you plan to name the child?" And he says, "Well, I think if it's a boy," and then the name garbles out to nothing. He says, "But if it's a girl, I think I'll name her." Uh, uh, let's see if I can pronounce this right. The name I have, E U R Y D I C E. Eurydice. Eurydice. Thank you. Thelonious. Make me a uh, history check with advantage. Mm-hmm. Everyone else can make a uh, history check with disadvantage. Eurydice. That name seems very familiar to you. Uh, 10. 18. 12. 10, 12. You have no idea. Thelonious. That is the name of your grandmother. Your father, Olorus's mother, is Eurydice. While Thelonious is unpacking that, uh, uh, what would you two like to do, uh, Hannibal and uh, uh, Alice? Uh, I'd like to ask uh, Hephaestus if I could take a look at the uh, weapons in the, in the barrel over there. They look very nice. Make a persuasion check. Let me know what you get. Unnatural 20. He nods and he says, Ah, you're very kind, but that's certainly not my best work. Do you want to go over there? Uh, well, first I'd like to ask, what would you say is your best work? Yeah, uh, uh, Tytherian kind of questions him as well and, and seems very concerned. And uh, Hephaestus says, he's like, I, I've been making equipment for so many years. I, The progenitors are expecting me to make something extraordinary for the new campaigns that are starting. Uh, but I, I cannot think of what I can do. I, I've tried everything. And Tytherian just sort of looks at the smelt and looks at uh, 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 Hephaestus and sort of gets a concerned look on his face. Alice, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to go uh, take a look at what what is in the corner. Sure. Uh, and what are you doing, uh, Hannibal? I'm going to ask, uh, I'm, uh, what's the guy's name that brought us here? Uh, Tytherian. Tytherian. Tytherian tells us uh, you're, you're working on something... Uh, Special. I'm, I'm curious what that is. He says, and he he points to a different corner. So Alice is going to like the far right corner, uh, and he he's like, you know, ah, in this corner he says it's all scrap metal, and you do see it looks like there's armor pieces in the corner, but they look not especially gray. They're gray. They're you know like they're they're crummy iron pieces. There's a few copper armor pieces, and it's he just shrugs. He goes, I I've just not been able to to do my best work lately. I I don't know what it is. I maybe lack inspiration. That magical touch that some has been blessed with some of these weapons. And Alice, you walk up to the barrel, and you do see it looks like very ornate pieces of equipment. You have swords. You have uh, sets of arrows, bolts. Uh, is there anything you'd like to pick up first? Uh, I'll pick up one of the swords first. Uh, what type? What type of sword? Um, is there like a like a rapier type sword? Roll a d twenty. Let's see. What'd you get? 
10. With a 10, it looks like there is one rapier. All right, so I'm going to pick that up. And... You pick that up, and it looks really nice. Looks very ornate. Uh, you see that there are like uh, draconic runes on the like the the base of the the sword as it like enters into like the the handguard and pommel and stuff. Uh, you pick up a rapier, and Tytherian seems very concerned about all this, and he says, "You know, old friend, I'm not going to be in this world for very long." And Hephaestus looks concerned. And he's like, "No, no, no." He says, "You'll you'll be." you know outlasting all of us and he shakes his head and he says no my friend i won't exist forever but i hope that my pride will infuse the dragonborn people that's all i've ever wanted and hephaestus looks a little kind of confused i i hannibal and thelonious you guys are still standing around uh them if you want you can make an insight check on the uh, both of them and by all means, uh, Thelonious, if you have any questions or anything, feel free. Uh, 21. Five. With a five, it's hard to gauge the 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 mood of the room here. Uh, it just This is such a weird alien atmosphere that, that it might be a dream. Hard to read them. With a 21, Thelonious, uh, you feel like Hephaestus gets really, really uncomfortable by the way... Tytherian says that, and Tytherian kind of has a, a faraway look on his face. It kind of gives you like a weird, like a chill down your spine almost. And uh, otherwise you notice the the small girl who has red scales uh, doesn't seem to quite understand exactly what's going on. She just sort of cocks her head a little bit. She's not really talking much. Can I ask, is, um, is this red scaled girl the daughter of Hephaestus? And he, he nods, and, and he seems so focused on Tytherian. He just sort of gives you a sideways glance. He goes, uh, yes, that's my daughter. Uh, he goes, Tytherian. He says, he's like, let's just hold off on, on making rest decisions here, you know. Uh, I mean, I'll soon have my assistant in here. We can get to work, and, and, and you can watch. We'll be able to do something. And uh, uh, he, uh, Tytherian just sort of shakes his head a bit. Alice, uh, you have another turn. You've... You've got a uh, rapier. Uh, what else would you like to do? Uh, what? Is, how do I feel about this rapier? Is it looks nice? Looks nice. Okay. Gorgeous. Um, you know, for the time, I'm gonna just set it off to the side and, and take a look at uh, let's see the the next piece in there. Maybe uh, let's see yep. any other. Uh, maybe a dagger. Daggers. Dagger. Sure. Two? Roll a d twenty. Twelve. With a twelve, yeah, you find a uh, uh, like a bandolier of like uh, five daggers. Once again, they look great. They look ornate. They have like the the draconic kind of runes on them and stuff. And uh, yeah, feel good when I pick them up. Yeah, yeah, that, absolutely. Uh, now, currently, you've set the sword aside and you're holding the daggers. Did you want to like just scoop them all up? What are you doing? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the daggers down. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab the the rapier back. I'm gonna. Sure, Walk you're over. holding the uh, rapier. You're walking back over. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, Hephaestus once again says he's like he's like my assistant. Laszlo will be here any minute now. He says we we just gotta wait and we can you know you know get to work on on some some armor. We'll we'll do you proud, Tytherian. And Tytherian just shakes his head no. Tytherian walks up to the smelt, pulls on it. Magma just sort of spews into this giant like you know like canister. Uh, and he just looks to Hephaestus. Uh, he says, my friend, I will not die a coward's death, nor will I die in vain on a battle. 
I will die the way that I should for my people. And Hephaestus just looks horrified. And the little girl doesn't seem to follow exactly what's going on. And uh, he just sort of like takes his weapons, throws them to the ground, and just steps into the magma. And you hear this horrible, scolding, hissing sound of his flesh melting away. And Hephaestus just starts screaming, and the little girl starts like crying out. And uh, Tytherian, with a stone-cold face, just says, I expect you will make the greatest armor in the world. And just starts melting down, and you guys watch in horror as Tytherian just becomes one with the magma and the slag. I drop the rapier in shock. <laughs> the rapier clatters to the ground. Little girl is just horrified beyond belief. Hephaestus grabs his hammer, goes to the smelt, and with tears in his eyes, he starts working the metal and starts forging it. And you see his shadow on the back wall become big and powerful. And he's like, for you, friend, anything. And everything starts to kind of wobble around you. What would you guys like to do? I picked pick the rapier back up. You and... grabbed the rapier again? Uh, and that's about your turn. Uh, Thelonious. Oh, I don't even know. Um, shit. Should I, uh, can I ask uh, Ephesus if he knows botulism? Uh, you try to shout to him, and the words fall on deaf ears. Whether, whether he's ignoring you, whether he can't hear you, you're not sure. He continues to hammer away. Or who else is Laszlo besides his assistant? You, once again, you yell, and to no avail. Uh, well, then shit. <laughs> Hannibal, uh, you have about a turn. What would you like to do? Uh, I am going to grab a sword out of the bucket. Roll a d20. Let's see what you get. A three. You reach in. You grab uh, a three. Shit. Uh, <laughs> you find uh, you find a three uh, wooden sword. I <laughs> uh, you you with a three you reach in to grab something and everything vanishes away from you as uh, things just sort of like peel back almost and things stretch and you as you guys are kind of looking around the room you see the the little red uh, red scaled little girl the tears just sort of like dribble down her face one drops to the ground and it makes this horrible crashing sound of like a wave and you guys kind of blink a few times and you're no longer in Hephaestus's shop you're now in like the bowels of a boat Felonius you look around and the boat almost seems familiar, but something seems off. There are loud noises up top deck. Uh, but otherwise, this is a boat, and it's out on the seas. You feel it sloshing around. Maybe there's a storm. It feels very, very hard to keep your feet, uh, footing. Do we, do we notice that he seems to recognize this place? Alice, you're a little too busy noticing something yourself. You look around the, the bowels of the ship, and what strikes you as odd is on all the tables that are in this place, you see alchemical ingredients. They're like vials and canisters and liquids and, you know, those weird tubes that loop and loop into, you know, different, uh, to, uh, different pipes and stuff. And it feels like this is an alchemy lab. But that doesn't seem quite right because of where you're at. Hannibal, 
the commotion you hear is what you're focusing on. You hear the screams of abyssal up top. You almost feel like there's maybe demons up above, but you're like in a ship and there's like alchemical ingredients and something doesn't seem right. Well, I think that part of the dream is over. Um, guys, there, I hear demon language. Yeah, we're on a boat that I may have been on before. And I see that means we need to get off it. Make a perception <laughs> check, everybody. How's with my rolls today? <laughs> Music to my ears. No, it's seven, four, nineteen. Uh, with a nineteen, Alice, you notice I, uh, I uh, on the other side of the the ship, I uh, you know, so you're in like one of the holds, one of these like bottom layers of the ship. You see off like maybe about sixty feet ahead, seventy feet ahead, seems to be a human, uh, and he's just sort of standing there. Kind of, kind of limply, you know, arms are just, you know, held down low. It doesn't seem familiar to you or anything, but the other two don't seem to notice. They're just sort of looking around, and maybe they're a little too distracted by, you know, all the chaos that's going on. What would you like to do? I, I like to, I'll, I'll tell them what I see. You point it out to them. Thelonious, you can't really see very easy without dark vision, and there's no lights down here, really. Uh, so you can't see where she's pointing in the dark. However, uh, Hannibal, you absolutely know who this is. This is somebody very familiar to you. You see standing with his arms just sort of draped down, kind of like ragdoll-esque, just sort of like, you know, limply, you know, lying down or lying uh, or just hanging low, I should say, uh, is your father. Uh, Dad, what are you doing here? You start stepping up and shout for your uh, father. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, what is your father's name? Let me bring up that uh, uh, information. Did you have that uh, listed uh, there, Hannibal? Uh, no, I don't know if we ever figured that out. Oh, that's okay. Uh, Angus. There oh, we go. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. uh, Angus is uh, uh, just sort of like you know standing there, and you you shout out to him uh, asking what he's doing there, and you start walking up. Uh, Thelonious, uh, what did you want to do? You can't see very well. He seems to think that his father's somewhere in the darkness ahead. I, I want to get to the top of the ship. Like right now, we're inside the ship. You're in the bowels. You're at like the yeah, lowest level. I want to get up to the deck. Sure. In order to do so, you would have to pass by this figure that he's pointing to up ahead. What's uh what's going on there, Thelonious? What can you tell I us? I just want to see what's going on up top. I mean, it doesn't sound familiar to you. It sounds familiar to Hannibal. Okay. Then I guess can I just kind of look around and see if I notice something, anything else familiar? You're stumbling around in the dark. Did you want to create light? Yeah. Um, do I still have any torches, or do I want to just use a spell? I, I mean, like it's a cantrip. It's, oh, it's a cantrip. Yeah. Then, then yeah, I'll I'll do dancing lights. Absolutely. Are you sending the lights uh, closer to where he's going around you? What are you doing with them? Because you can create a few different orbs that get sent out in different directions. I can send a couple his way sure. and a couple to stick with me to try and look around. Sure, maybe. you create a few orbs around you to give you a little bit of light. And, and it, it's very weird that like the bowels of the ship are an alchemy lab. But Alice has admitted that that seems like related to her. And he's uh, Hannibal was complaining that he heard you know a demon language up above deck. You feel like this is some kind of weird mishmash of your guys' yeah. dreams? 
and the orbs of light go flying forward. And uh, Hannibal, as you step forward to see your father, the light gets a little closer and the, the darkness sort of peels back just a little bit. And you see that your father is not standing on the ground. You see that he's maybe floating a few feet above, limply, and you see this giant clawed just sort of like wrapped around the back of his head is being held in the darkness ahead. You don't really see what it's attached to, but you do see that there's some horrible figure holding your father's dead body. Do I recognize the claw? Not really. Maybe a little. Uh, Make an arcana check. And Alice, what are you doing? What the hell, man? Uh, I'm... All right, so I already asked Thelonious, and he's not answering questions. Uh, I'm going to follow Hannibal, but still keep a, a bit of a distance. Sure, you start walking forward as well. What'd you get? A two. Doesn't seem familiar. But it does seem like that is the dead body of your father in this thing's hands, whatever they are. Okay, um, so... Okay, so my dad's there. It was body, at least. Seemingly. And uh, something's got him. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose we can get closer. You start stepping forward. Uh, Thelonious, uh, your friends are moving forward. You kind of start to see what they're looking at, and it doesn't look good. Did you want to start moving up closer as well? Yeah. Can I shout out for my brother, too? You shout out for uh, Thucydides, uh, yeah. is that right? You shout out his name, and there's really no answer down here. Okay. And you move forward, and you guys see the figure step out of the shadows. It's this horrible, giant, black, just beyond the darkest night uh, body. And it flings the dead body of the human, his father, uh, Hannibal's aside and it has these giant claws and it has spines on its back that ooze out this black liquid and uh, its head however uh, and as you start seeing the form it starts to remind you that this is likely kind of what Azadon looks like from what you've you know heard legends of but instead of the weird mantis like head at the top you see that there is a high elf coming out of like you know from its torso is like stuck out where its head would be and alice you see the uh body of somebody very familiar to you aldaria everwinner the son of alizontalus oh good and felonius as you step up you see that like the darkness underneath it roils a bit and you see like dragonborn come out and they just cry out and help and they're like it burns it burns and then like go back into the darkness and then just like they wreathe back out in different spots of the body okay and the high elf that Alice knows that you two have no clue who this is though he looks a lot like Alizontalus Everwinter just looks down and he goes you survived and I didn't initiative uh 15 <laughs> Uh-huh. 22. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you that go. That laugh did not inspire confidence, <laughs> by the way. Six. 
Nope. Seven. Ooh, seven. Big difference. Hannibal, it's your turn. This thing lumbers out of the dark, has thrown the body of your father aside. Uh, this horrible, horrible monstrosity is just like this weird mishmash of all of your guys' nightmares. You see that uh, probably about 60 feet behind this thing is a staircase that leads up to another floor of the ship. What would you like to do? Do we have all of our stuff? You have all your stuff. Oh, also, uh, Alice, you have a uh, rapier on hand. Yes. Lucky you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, okay, I guess. Um, is there any way to get past this thing by running around it? It's the 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 whole. This thing is huge. It's probably okay. about fifteen feet by fifteen feet. But as far as that goes, it's in the center of the hold, and the hold is probably about like probably about like fifty to sixty feet wide. So yeah, you can certainly uh, skate around it if you wanted to. Do we know what this thing is? Like, is it is it uh, is it a demon? Is it a? You have no idea. Even with our well, make an Arcana check. All right. I can maybe tell you a little more. Uh, that would be a where the hell's Arcana? Found it. Mm-hmm. Fourteen. With a fourteen, you feel like this is some horrible, horrible nightmare. You don't know if this is something that you could even defeat. Like this is like you're in maybe this weird collage of all of your guys's nightmares. Not even your dreams. Like this isn't even like a normal event from your history. Like this is just this weird collaboration, a, a chimera, if you will, of of nightmares. All right, here's what I'm gonna do. Uh huh. I'm going to run and get behind it. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to pull out my sword and shield when I get there. Sure. You grab out your sword and shield, and you arrive at the uh, the back of it. Uh, in order to get all the way around behind it, you would have to take a dash action because it's you know probably another like 30 feet you know ahead of you. All right, that's fine. So you use up your action and you run around and you're behind the thing. Yep. And from behind, you see that I. Uh, uh, whereas the description of Azanon you've been told is like these like stegosaurus like spines out of its back that ooze out blood, these are just inky blackness oozing out more inky blackness. Alice, it's your turn. Uh, how far away am I from it? Uh, you're about thirty feet from the. Th- oh, actually, no, he was ahead of you, so uh, I would say probably maybe uh, forty-five feet ahead of you. Okay, then I'm gonna switch to the. Uh, I'm gonna switch to the bow and arrow. Sure. And then I'm going to aim right for its freaking face. Absolutely. Go ahead and fire. Uh, that is a 23. With a 23, it nails it right in the head. And go ahead and roll damage for me. Okay. I get sneak attack, right? Cause yep, because uh, 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 Hannibal is right next to it. Yep. Six. So basically, I, 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 it's 1d6, so I get 2d6 two, two total. Uh, or no, I get 3d6. Three. Three. Three yeah, yeah. Yeah, weapon plus all the, the even I know that. <laughs> that is uh, ten damage. Ten damage nails it right in the forehead, and the thing still is moving. Certainly, still is moving. Uh, Does Alice, it look like it did anything to it? It didn't cry out in pain. It didn't seem to really flinch. Uh, it seems very, very unaffected by the arrow. It seems like the arrow's in it, like it's still in its forehead. Uh, but yeah, as far as that goes, uh, you know, uh, it's not necessarily like, you know, crying out in pain. I'm going to back up 15 feet as well, like toward, or it's between us and the, the door, right? Yeah, the staircase up. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, and you said it's like in the center. Uh-huh. 
So I could conceivably start to skirt around the side of the sure, room. Sure, sure. So you move 30 feet and hit the uh, the, the wall. Yeah. Uh, it's turn. It goes to swing its uh, 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 nasty, shadowy tail in your direction there, uh, uh, Hannibal. Okay. And gets a 13 versus AC. That's a miss, right? Well, big time. Uh, it then... Uh, uh, just sort of holds out its clawed hand and like just like darkness, like almost like needles of darkness go flying forward at uh, you, Alice. Uh, gets a 14 versus AC. Uh, that is a miss. And then it also aims at you there, Thelonious, uh, uh, and gets a 13 versus AC. That's a miss. And yeah, needles of darkness just like, like just like hit the ground. And as you guys look down and glance, you know, you see that the inky blackness starts oozing into the ship and just starts like spreading like a puddle. Uh, we should go. Thelonious, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to use my breath weapon. Sure. Um, so do I roll for that? Uh, it's a saving throw from its part. Uh, it has to uh, uh, hit your, I think it's uh, 8 plus your constitution bonus or something like that. It's, I have here dex DC 10. Is that anything? It, it needs or to make a dex, a dex saving throw and hit a 10. Okay. Uh, okay. As far as that goes, it fails or doesn't get out of the way. Go ahead and roll the damage. Okay. So that's 2d6 then? Yep. 2d6, I believe, for you is fire damage. Correct. And it's a, li- a line of fire, is that right? It's a line of fire. Cool, cool. Uh, Thelonious opens his mouth, and a gout of flame shoots out. And how much damage? Five. And a wave of fire hits the thing. And once again, I mean, it seems like it's hitting. It looks like it scorches, you know, its, its you know, front. But it doesn't seem like much happens otherwise. Thelonious, you have a move action left. What would you like to do with it? Uh, I'm going to back up. Back up? Yeah. Sure. How far are you backing up? You're uh you're about forty five feet away from the thing right now. Um, like fifteen more feet. Sure, you back up about fifteen feet. You're now uh sixty feet away from the thing, and that would be ninety feet away from the staircase up. And Hannibal, it's your turn. Okay, um, uh, I don't think we're gonna do any damage to this thing. Well, we're, on a, sh- we're on a boat. Yeah, but we can we can head up the staircase. Okay. I mean, yeah. What do you? What do you? Well, here's a, a thing. What are you doing, Hannibal? What am I doing? Yeah, you shout out that you feel you guys gotta get the heck out of there. I'm gonna back up toward the staircase. Sure, but I'm not gonna abandon these guys. I, uh, if you walk uh, walk out of its range, I, uh, you could potentially get hit with an opportunity attack. Is that okay? If I'm backing up with my shield up. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, if you take a, a standard. Oh, because action, I'm engaged. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Got it. he could. He can disengage, though. Oh, right? sure. Disengage is a standard action. Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to disengage sure. and then back up. You disengage, you back up 30 feet. Uh, you have about... Uh, uh, actually, I think you're pretty close to the, the staircase up at this point. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're you're pretty much right at the staircase. Uh, up above in the stairs, uh, you hear the, the sounds of, of the demons fighting become louder. Uh, that's Hannibal's turn. Alice. So do, do Alice and I have to go past the... Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Alice, it's your turn. How far away am I from the stairs now? Uh, you had moved about 30 feet uh, on an angle. I would say that you have uh, about uh, uh, 45 feet to get to the staircase. I'm going to move 30 feet closer to the staircase. Sure. You have about 15 feet until the stairs. Did you want to uh, bonus action dash because you're a rogue and that's one of the things you do? 
I will bonus action dash. <laughs> I forgot that I get that. You <laughs> dart forward, and uh, you even have move, uh, movement to the spear. You're on the other side, and uh, as far as that goes, you actually have a standard action left because of you being a rogue. Uh, so what do I see from, from from where I am? From behind, you see this weird inky monster that has like these spines that are oozing out more shadows. You see all the spots where like the the needles hit the ground are like turning into like a puddle and like spreading. And uh, yeah, bad news. Uh, I'm still mad, so I'm just gonna fire another arrow into its face. By all means, uh, no longer sneak attack, but go right ahead. That's uh, that's an eight. <laughs> Arrow goes wide, just bring, just goes off into a di- uh, the distance. Uh, its turn. Uh, let's see. It uh, just holds out its clawed hands and uh, uh, just holds them above its head. More of these like needles go flying like out of its claws, hit the ceiling, and just starts like inking it up. And the shadowy darkness starts spreading, and it just you get a real bad feeling about it. I. Uh, that's its turn. The almost entire ceiling is just covered in inky blackness. Thelonious, it's your turn. Um. Okay. So I, I'm thinking I want to use a level one shield. Now, shield is a reaction thing. So if oh, you okay. go to get hit, you can use the reaction. I can use it and, then. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I just want to bolt for the stairs. Sure. Uh. So from where you were at, because you moved back, like you know, the 15 feet. Yeah. Uh. So you. Uh. Let's see. Uh. You were about 60 feet away from it. So you get to maybe about like 15, 20 feet away from the creature, and you have about 34, 30 more feet to go. And okay. that's your turn. Oh, and make me a, uh, a dexterity saving throw. 12? With a 12, you uh, are running forward. 13. You, 13. And you slide to a stop, dodge aside as this black liquid just hits the ground. And you're not sure exactly what it would do if it hit you, uh, but you dodge it. Okay. Hannibal, it's your turn. Your friend is about 30 feet away. Uh, I'm going to shout, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a bonus action. What do you want to do with your standard and move? Uh, I am just going to go defensive position. Absolutely. You go into a defensive position. Uh, Alice, it's your turn. So I'm at the stairs. I can head up. You can start heading up. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'll go scout what's up above since they're right there. Sure. You start heading up the stairs. That's Alice's turn. It's turn. Uh, it goes to, uh, uh, throw its hands out and start launching more of these, uh, uh, needles. It... Oh, it has disadvantage on you. It misses with the first one, uh, misses with the second one on you uh, there, Hannibal. And uh, what's your AC again? Uh, 14. It gets a 16. Do you want to use shield? Yes. You throw up the shield just in time for the black needles to hit it, and your shield itself almost like erodes away into inky blackness and hits the ground in this just nasty, like puddly spread. Thelonious, it is your turn. Yeah, I'm bolting for the stair still. You run and you skid around the corner and with your 60 feet of movement from a dash, you're uh, heading up the stairs. Hannibal, you're the last one down here. Going up the stairs. You run up the stairs as well and you just hear the 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 voice of that elf and like the shrieks of the dragonborn who are inside the body. And even this loud voice behind you, Hannibal, go, Hannibal, as you run up the stairs. And you guys are on a like a, a hill, and you're no longer in the bowels of that ship. It's dusty. 
you hear commotion. You look up into the sky and you occasionally see like a dragon fly by and then like the the light of like a breath attack, like like uh, uh, like uh, dragons that breathe lightning, like crackles through the sky and you see like wyvern, wyvern riders and you see all these like, you know, this chaos going up in the sky. Go ahead and make a perception check, everybody. Let me know what you get. Uh, 13. 12. 8. Uh, with an eight, you you're too fixated on the battle that's going on up above, uh, and you, you're having a hard time kind of getting your bearings straight, like what's going on. Uh, Thelonious and Alice, what did you guys each have? Twelve, thirteen. Twelve and a thirteen. You guys both notice uh, something catches your eye first and foremost. You sort of look up, and as you're trying to get like you kind of figure out exactly what's going on, you realize that the Earth itself is rising up into the sky. You see what looks to be maybe like a city on top of like a floating island just rising straight up. And it seems like a lot of the fighting is situated around that place. Uh, Thelonious, uh, go ahead and make a history check with advantage. Otherwise, everyone else can make a regular history check. Let me know what you get. 17. Uh, 23. 10. With a 10, you feel like this is something familiar, uh, Hannibal, but you're having a hard time remembering. With a 17 and a, what was it, 21? 23. 23. With a 17 and a 23, you both know that this is likely the uh, the moment in time when uh, New Arcoja was lost. You've heard rumor that uh, it it was essentially New Arcoja was going to be like a floating citadel that was going to like just annihilate everything that wasn't draconic in the world, and they lost the fight in this giant war, and you think this is that moment. As you guys are on the hill, you notice a few things otherwise as you're sort of looking around trying to get, you know, uh, figure out what to do, where to go next. You see a green dragon with a rider start hurtling down to the ground. It looks like the green dragon has been injured. You see blood spewing out and it's just about to just like crash almost like just body slam into the ground down at the base of the hill you're on. Uh, That's towards your... uh, it's hard to get your bearings straight in this fog of war, but it'd be like da- like down to the right of the hill. Uh, otherwise, uh, you guys notice as you're looking at the this floating island rising up into the sky, something catches your attention. You see this dragon that's like seems to be made of almost like this purple kind of like shadowy energy, sort of like the a, a wall in the floating island explode out, and that dragon just sort of starts falling and shreds of its like shadowy body are like just sort of evaporating in the air so you see a green dragon crash nearby and otherwise you see this weird shadowy dragon falling to the earth as well what would you like to do do you want to check out where that dragon just crashed green one do you want to check the green one i can run after the purple one sure why is that i don't know i'm gonna roll inside on that yeah I mean, at this point, I have no idea. So I can't, I can't uh, add you. Uh, this is just how he was dipping it out. I was just trying to be nice. Uh, I, thought maybe, I thought maybe there's more to this story. I'm trying to find out myself as a dragonborn. All right. All right. I'm yeah, going to let that go. Yeah, yeah, I really don't know. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I, I, uh, I'm as lost as you guys are. Can we roll insight on the DM on that one? You can, but it won't get you anywhere. Okay, what well, I'm I'm good with that plan. Definitely. Okay, fine. Yeah. So Hannibal and Alice, you guys skid down the hill and you uh, start heading to the uh, Green Dragon. 
Otherwise, Thelonious, you start darting forward to the, the Shadow Dragon that you saw falling out of the, the base. That one's a little further away, so we're going to jump to these guys first. So as you guys uh, get up and start getting up closer, you see a figure who's... Uh, you know, uh, on the ground, and he's sort of shaking the green dragon's, like, face, basically. And you just hear him, he's like, come on, wake up, you have to wake up. I can't live without you. And the green dragon, like, mutters something under its breath, you can't really hear it, and, like, horfs up some blood, and it looks like it's dying. Is there anything, who, do you know how to, <laughs> anything we can who, do? Who are you? How can we help? You like like step up and look, and the dragonborn looks up at you. He has green scales, and he looks into your guys' direction, and he goes to like say something, and the green dragon's mouth opens up, and poison spews out of its mouth and right into the dragonborn. The death throes of this dragon just drench this guy in poison. And you know a little bit about Dragonborn, that they tend to resist certain elements and stuff. And he's green. That's a lot of poison that's just, like, slapped him in the face. And you guys, at, you know, are, like, sort of waiting for a moment for him to respond to your question. And he starts coughing, and he's like, <coughs> My name is Zyklon Bloodpain. And he looks at you, you guys, he goes, Elf and half-elf. Your kind will be rid of this world. I swear it. I promise you on the blood of the one I love. <clears throat> and he just horps up some blood and he tries to like reach it like his weapon. And he's like, seems like whatever poison he's hit with is like made him half delirious. And the guy like pulls out a sword like after a few moments and he's just like dizzy on his feet. Whoever this Zyklon is, his dragon that he was in love with is now dead. And he's sworn that he's going to slay you guys for not being draconic. Um. All right, we should back up a little we bit. We should probably uh, back up and draw some weapons. So you back up and draw weapons, and he like sort of pulls his sword out, and like he just sort of stumbles back into the fog of war. And you guys step forward a bit, and he seems to be gone. Okay, that was weird. Yeah. Well, okay, apparently he can see who we are in, in yeah. this one. Apparently that's not we good. look ourselves. Okay. Do we see anybody uh, that's not Dragonborn around? Uh, make a perception check. It's With the fog of war going on and just all this like smoke and chaos, it's so hard to tell. Is this sight-related? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Twelve. So then I get With a 12, bitch. occasionally you maybe hear a voice out in the fog of war. Uh, you For a moment, you you hear like, dragonborn scum, and then, blah, and then like someone gets stabbed. Maybe even in the direction you saw Zyklon stumble out. If you want, you can make a history check on who Zyklon might be. Uh, 24 on perception. 24. Uh, you see where Thelonious was heading. You notice that there is a dragon uh, with a rider that seems to be circling kind of above where he was heading. And in the, the shadows, you see a few figures. It's hard to tell. You think that Thelonious might be running into somebody. 19 history. With a 19, you do know the name Zyklon. Zyklon Bloodbane is a really high-ranking member of the Bloodbane family who is apparently very powerful. You don't know a lot about him, though. But what you just saw cements the kind of with the fact that like he hates anything that's not draconic is with the Bloodbane family. 
that we should probably head over to where Theo is. Yeah, let's uh, let's do that. All right. You guys start to run towards uh, where Thelonious ran off to. Thelonious. You are are running forward, and uh, you occasionally like trip, look back, and see like dead bodies at your feet. Like this is a battlefield. A lot of just crazy stuff is going on here. Uh, you know, at a few points, you almost see like knights, like knight armor, like flying through the sky, and like you look up, and then it seems to vanish into the clouds, and it's hard to tell exactly what's going on. You run forward though, and you see where the dragon crashed. You don't see a dragon. You see a what seems to be a wood elf who's just like collided into the ground and looks crippled. His body looks like mangled and destroyed. It seems like he's maybe had a battle as well. Make a, a medicine check and I can maybe tell you a little bit more. Let me know what you get. Natural 20. With a natural 20, it looks like whoever this wood elf is not only seems scarred up from former battles, uh, but it looks like uh, as you sort of inspect his body a bit, it seems like there's a couple things that catch your attention. Uh, not only is he freshly out of a battle where it seems like he took a fair amount of damage, uh, but he seems to have like kind of draconic bits to him. You see like he has a dragon's tail. You see there are patches of, of him that have like black scales. Uh, he seems to have, like, when you kind of open his eyes a bit, they seem like kind of almost like draconic and reptilian. It seems like he's sort of dragon-like, but he seems to be more wood elf than anything else. Out of the shadows comes a figure. He seems to be a younger man, and he's wearing, dra- uh, like, armor and stuff, and uh, uh, he's... Uh, uh, it seems to have, like, a sword at his side, uh, but you also notice that there's a black book that's, like, on a chain to its, like, uh, belt as well. And he steps out of the uh, darkness, and uh, uh, and he just sort of looks at you funny, and he goes, Are you with the Bloodbane family? Yes. Are you still going to fight? And he just sort of holds his sword up in your face. Who is this I may be fighting? My name is Captain Grigor Grotzer. Good evening, Captain. How are you? Some respect, finally. The rest of you miserable lizards don't usually give me that. Hey, 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 hey. We don't need a name calling here. And he goes, step aside from the body. Who is this? I don't know, but they're a shadow dragon. But they're also an elf? I've been studying lately. And he pats his black book. And he goes, I've been studying a lot. I think I can make use of some of the parts. And he smiles real big. <laughs> uh... What have you been studying? Necro- and with who? Necromancy. Step aside. And he waves his sword around uh, to, and moves closer to the body. Do you move aside? Not yet. He goes to like stick the blade up next to you and he goes, I recommend you step aside. What are you going to do with this body? The body's destroyed, but I can get some of its knowledge out of it. It's brain. It's all mine. Why do you want its brain? And he pats the black book and he goes, everything's an ingredient or every body part is an ingredient when you're a necromancer. Are you making something? Not yet, but maybe I will. He goes, maybe I'll make the greatest thing you've ever seen. And he kind of waves the sword around again. And then you see the flapping of wings start to come down 
uh, Hannibal and, uh, or I'm sorry, yeah, Hannibal and Alice, uh, you guys are darting forward, and you're heading in the direction where you're pretty sure your friend was, and you see this dragon with a rider on it starting to like swoop down a little bit lower. Uh, is there anything you'd like to do in the meantime before you get up there? Uh, I'd like to just take a look up and see if I can start to make, like, try to piece together what is going on in this battle a little Sure, absolutely. Make a uh, perception check. And uh, how about for you, Hannibal? I am going to pull out my sword and shield. Absolutely. And I am... I guess I'll just kind of keep an eye out to make sure nothing comes after us, like, while... While Alice is investigating what she's Sure. Uh, Alice. 21. With a 21, it's really hard to tell, but you do notice a lot of dead bodies that are not draconic. You don't, you, like, you see plenty of kobolds, dragonborn, even dragon bodies lying around. This bo- this war certainly is not kind to the, the dragon forces, but you notice an equal amount of other bodies. You notice, like, crashed airships and stuff. Whatever forces they're fighting seem to you be using some kind of like ancient technology or weird magic that you've never really experienced before. It's kind of beyond your understanding. But as far as that goes, it seems like neither side is like doing very well. Both sides are taking heavy losses. All right. I think we need to go get to Yeah, well let's here. we'll book it towards yeah, you guys rush forward, and you guys notice a few things as the two of you kind of rush up onto the scene. You notice Thelonious is kind of, like, bickering with this, like, uh, uh, human. He seems to be, like, a little younger man, like maybe mid-20s or something, maybe even a little younger, uh, like, like late teens, early 20s. He The, the figure seems to be uh, uh, patting this, like, black book at his side and waving around a sword, talking about how he needs this body for pieces and, like, you know, to do something with. You see an elf body on the ground. Uh, and otherwise, uh, this uh, uh, brass dragon is floating down, and you see uh, a uh, female dragonborn with red scales start to come down, uh, who's riding it is coming down as well. Well, glad to see Theo can make friends anywhere. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, there's some company coming down from above. The uh, the uh, human looks to the two of you who have arrived, who are not draconic, and he goes, finally, reinforcements. I, I need time. I'm Captain Grigor Grotzer. Buy me time. Time for what? And he pulls out a knife and goes down to the body and starts slicing at its head. What you doing there? He doesn't answer and keeps sawing into the head. The uh, uh, The dragonborn, who's on the brass dragon... She just yells. She goes, incinerate them all. And the brass dragon goes, they're non-combatants. I'm not going to have unhonorable kills. And the red dragonborn on top of the dragon says, you will not listen to me? And she pulls out her hand, and a dagger of fire is made. And she slams it into the head of the dragon and crashes her own dragon to the ground. Steps off off the saddle. She goes, my name is Pyralis. She pulls out daggers made of fire, and she goes, all of you will die. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session.
Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.